with Daniel's prayer. Okay, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much, Lord, for this Advent this Advent season. And Father, we just pray, Lord, that you would uh, just refresh our spirits, Lord, as we focus on the, the greatest gift that you've given us, uh, your son, Jesus. And uh, as always, Father, it's uh, the commercialization of... Uh, of this holiday really takes our mind off of you. Um, it, uh, we, we tend to focus on other things, but Father, I just pray that you would help us to, to really focus on the reason behind this season, uh, focus behind uh, uh, the purpose of you sending your son to us and uh, the significance behind that. And Father, I just pray that you would uh, really help us to, to focus on your words, uh, not just on what Pastor Paul is trying to say to us, Father, but what you are trying to say to us and teach us this morning, Father, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yesterday, we were introduced to an old, godly, yet childless couple named Zachariah and Elizabeth, both descendants of a priestly family. Today, we will hear Angel Gabriel's birth announcement of their son. So let's read uh, John, uh, Luke chapter 1, verse 8, uh, verse 8 to 10, and then later more. Once when Zachariah's division was on duty and he was serving as a priest before God, he was chosen by Lot, according to the custom of a priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. When the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshipers were praying outside. A commentator says, Today Zachariah hit a jackpot to offer an incense inside the holy place in the Temple of Jerusalem. Just to remind you, uh, Temple of Jerusalem, the most important part is that a holy and the holy of a holy. The Holy of a Holy is a one place where, where the uh, high priest enters once a, a year on the Day of Atonement. And then there he represents uh, uh, the forgiveness and asks God to forgive the Israel and everyone. And the uh, uh, holy place, this is uh, where daily worship is uh, being done. Most priests served in the temple of Jerusalem, never stepped into a holy place. Therefore, it was a huge honor that actually priests could go, the ordinary priest, not a high priest, could go, could go once in the holy place, and once in, by the way, it's only once in his lifetime. According to Josephus, the first century Jewish historian, there were 18,000 priests at the time, with 24 divisions of priests. Thus, to be singled out by a lot for this priestly service of offering a daily incense was a truly lucky or providential. And that's the jackpot or privilege Zechariah had today. And that's just beginning. Let's find the real jackpot in the rest of the story from verse 11 to 18, <clears throat> 17. 
Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take a wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah to burn to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient, disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make a ready a people prepared for the Lord. Inside of the holy place in the temple, Zechariah met an angel of the Lord who later identified himself as a Gabriel. And Gabriel was a, one of the seven archangels according to later Jewish beliefs. The angel Gabriel told Zechariah that today, in verse 13, that your prayer has been heard. Your prayer has been heard. Do you know how precious that announcement is? Imagine you, your prayer has been heard. Whatever that you've been praying for has been heard. The Greek tense here is so-called aorist, a simple past uh, tense or verb, signifying a definitive act. Sometimes in the past when Zechariah was praying for a son and God heard his prayer, and since then, God was looking for the best time to answer his prayer. Here we discover a great comfort about God's kindness and compassion. Just like a good parent who does not forget the need and the legit request of his child, God always hears our prayers and remembers us. Even when we forget our prayers, God never forgets them. Therefore, don't give up your legit prayer, but pray until you have a peace and confidence in God's love and compassion. Until we fully trust and rest in God's sovereign lordship of our life, we must pray over and over again. Once again, prayer is more to convince ourselves of God's love than convincing God for our love. Now let us see the details of Gabriel's birth announcement. Here we see fourfold good news. First, Elizabeth will have a son, and his name is to be John. The name John came, uh, originated from Hebrew name Yohanan, Yohanan, or is a longer form Yehohanan, Yehohanan, and meaning Yahweh has been gracious. Yahweh has been gracious. So John means God is gracious. 
Truly, God was gracious to Zechariah and Elizabeth today. And God is gracious to all of us to give his one and only son, Jesus Christ, the Christ child for all of us. And number two, Gabriel said he will bring a great joy to you and uh, Zechariah and many others. He will be uh, here in verse 14, angel described the joy with the three different words. He will be joy, he will be delight, and the many will rejoice. Simply put, this child will be will will make everyone so grateful. It's a child of a grace, and he will live a life of glory. And the result is that everyone, so many people will be so grateful. You know, it is one thing to have a child. It's another thing to have a child of joy and delight and gladness. Will our child, will our children bring joy or sadness to the world? More important than having a child is that having a child that brings joy and glory of God to many people. The real success is not just to become a parent, but to become a parent of a good child, like a John the Baptist. For that, we must raise our children in God's way. And that's the, that's the third news. So number three announcement, Gabriel said he will grow up in the tradition of a Nazarite. Look at the verse 15. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, he is never to take a wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. John the Baptist was the best of all Nazarite, for he was filled with the Holy Spirit even as a fetus. By the way, fetus is a life. Christians, we believe in sanctity of a life from the conception. If a Holy Spirit can feel a fetus, the fetus must be a personal being. Koreans had a tradition of recognizing this. Koreans, they believe in the importance of a nurturing, nurturing fetus during the pregnancy and then coined the term uh, fetus education. Or Korean called Korean in Korean is a tegyo. Tegyo means education of a fetus. And that's why when baby is born, Koreans count the baby already one year old. And today, the expert of neonatology also recognize the same crucial importance of a nurturing for prenatal care. Now, also to raise a child as a Nazarite, the whole family must be committed to the spiritual environment, uh, such as selective eating and drinking. It is a godly family that becomes a soil of a spiritual and successful parenting. Here is the important mission of the church, for our church and every church, and especially house church. It takes a, as, a, as it takes a village to raise a good child. It takes a faithful house church 
and faithful uh, local church to raise godly, spiritual person. So what is a good child in God's sight? So ultimately, the number four announcement that tells us the successful life. According to Angel Gabriel, Zachariah and Elizabeth's son will prepare people for the Lord. Verse 16 and 17, Gabriel said he will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God. He will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepare for the Lord. Here we see mission of John the Baptist, which, uh, which was to fulfill the last prophecy about Malachi chapter 3. And that's the, our, that's, the, that's the mission of everyone, our children and also us. Our life must have the same mission, that is, prepare people for the Savior, turn people's heart to God, attract our BIP to the love of Jesus Christ. That's what we are called for. And the John the Baptist showed us how to do that and how faithfully and how consistently, how sacrificially and how confidently we can do that. Dear brothers and sisters, we are also born in this world. Not to just consume, not to just enjoy everything that we just put our eyes on, but we are here to prepare people for the Lord. So let us really take this good announcement or good news of Angel Gabriel to remind ourselves of our life mission, our purpose today. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for you are God who always remembers us and never forgets our prayers. Lord, until you answer our prayers, help us to trust you and prepare ourselves to receive your answered prayer. As the angel Gabriel brought this good news to Zachariah and Elizabeth, and eventually to the whole world. We pray our life today also bring a good news to many people and then prepare people around us for the love of Jesus Christ. Truly, you are a wonderful God, and we find a great rest and confidence and peace in you, Lord, in the most peaceful, Confident name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.